This podcast is brought to you by Cougar Radio. Hello there, I'm Nick Tomasello. And I'm Chase Harmon, and since we're both at the hollow table, this makes this two hosts, one holocrum, and welcome to the podcast. We're giving you clairvoyance enough to find the rebels hidden. Previously on Two Hosts, One Holocron, we've discussed all of the Sith Lords eligible to compare and contrast to discover the truth behind Rey's real grandfather. It was said to be Dark Malgus, but as you know, Chase, uh, that was our thoughts based off of how like we've ranked all of the Sith Lords. Very true. There's obviously tons of Sith Lords that we haven't mentioned because we didn't have enough time and they weren't as important as the ones we named. Right again. But in this episode, we're talking about we're talking all about Star Destroyers, and we're also going back to our original script format, where Nick and I ask each other questions and answer them for listeners' interests. And oh my God, OG Fortnite! Wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Original script, OG map? I think so. Uh, no, <laughs> agreed. Yeah, but anyway, um, you know what? Yeah, I do. So you know how like we've like last time like we were talking about like Ray's grandfather, and now like yeah. we're gonna like. And how, like, previously, like, we were, like, going to, like, discuss about, like, talking Star Destroyers earlier? Uh, yeah, what's the catch? Yeah, so the catch is that there are Star Destroyers from the Old Republic, the Republic during the Clone Wars, and, uh, the ones during the Empire and the First Order. Preach. You told me to preach? Oh, I'll preach. Begin the preach wars have. (laughs) So, as you know, Star Destroyers were used by the Republic. Of course, like, old and newer, too. The Empire and, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And unfortunately, the First Order, too. Yes, but in this episode, we just mentioned all of the Star Destroyers. We just mentioned all the Star Destroyers, but we're going to be discussing Imperial Star Destroyers. Ah, okay, nice. So during this episode, Star Destroyers will be our main course of this episode. All right, nice. Let's head to the bridge and start this episode by the order of the Imperial Star Destroyer Chimera. I'm down. All right, so I guess uh, I'm going to ask the first... I'm going to ask the first question. Um, are there any Imperial space docks where they keep the Star Destroyers, Nick? Well, um, they have spaceport towers on Coruscant, allow docking of large spaceships. In the Jedi Temple, like during the time of the Galactic Republic, uh, the class Star Venator. Destro- Venator class Star Destroyer had a set of uh, large hangar bay doors on each side of the vessel that could dock uh, with Moran towers for resupply purposes. Star yeah. Wars Battlefront 2 establishes that an Imperial class Star Destroyer is able to dock along one of three identical extensions of the space station and sec- and secured by clamps. All right, yeah. Um, but um, question two, I think you're up. Okay, yeah. So the second question is. <clears throat> Sorry. So yeah, the second good. question what is: are you six? <laughs> No, I'm not sick. I just <laughs> okay, perfect. Wait, Anyways. Nick, can you, wait, wait. Which one's still lower yours? Because it's kind of you're making me go deaf. I don't know which one is mine. <laughs> okay, wait. Is that is that it? Is that 
Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, per- okay. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah All right, perfect. Go. Yeah, I'm gonna put that right there so I don't go deaf. <laughs> yeah. Are you going deaf? Uh, yeah, I was going deaf. a little bit. Right, yeah, but anyways, uh huh. Anyways, uh, okay. let me ask the second question, All right. and that is, why are Star Destroyers called Star Destroyers? Um, uh, they're actually called Star Destroyers because um, it originated within the Old Republic, and it referred to ships capable of destroying entire star systems with heavy firepower. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, so. As you know, um, uh, the dagger shape was uh, set to facilitate the ease of of this by focusing the firepower forward. Um, uh, do you want to finish that? Uh, yeah, sure. So, um, any vessel that confronted um, conformed, conformed to this design read. could be considered a class of star destroyer. Yeah. So, um, s- but I think star destroyers have to be the most like like if I saw a star destroyer, I, I would be like. Can I please have it now? I I kind of want I I want this. They look like a pizza slice. Yeah, they kind of do look like a pizza slice. Not gonna Break lie. Down. Shut up. Okay, so um, I think I asked the next one. Um, how many star destroyers um did the Empire have? So Nick's gonna answer the first part, and then the second part I'll answer. Well, Imperial class star destroyers are constructed by um, by drive yards, and hold up this and hold up oh, this the qu- drive yards, yeah. And they hold a distinguished place in the Imperial Navy, symbolizing the Empire's military, uh, might with a peak number of more than two twenty-five thousand vessels. Yeah, so there was a lot of star destroyers over the um the course of the Galactic Empire. So there was the Avenger. You remember that one? Avengers, assemble. Shut up. Okay, so um, there's the there's the star destroyer Avenger, which we saw in Empire. There's the Tyrant, the Aggressor, the Allegiance. The Terminator, um, not, not a reference. The Terminator? Not a reference to the Terminator, but it is called the Terminator. I don't know why. And then there's the Tactor, the Adamant, the Agonizer, the Devastator, the Engager, the Invincible, the Predator. Not a mention, not a reference to the Predator. Oh. Yeah, I, I, Nick was getting excited. I saw that. Um, the Nemesis, the Stalker, the Steadfast, which was the one that Thrawn was captured on when he was exiled on that unknown planet. Oh. By, and by. Captured by Captain Park. Uh, and Eli Vanto. Mm-hmm. Um, the Eclipse, which is Palpatine's signature Star Destroyer. Oh. Yeah, the Chimera. Which is Vader's. No, that's Thrawn's. Oh, that's Thrawn's? Do you not remember what I was talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, you I remember. dummy. Yeah. Um, Wait, which one's Vader's? You'll see. The Accuser, which was the the one that was orbiting Hoth and Empire. And then Vader's was the Executor. Oh. Yeah, so that was um question three. You want to go? So first of all, shout out to my dad for making the next question. Um, My dad texted me one day. I texted my dad and I said, um, um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you another shout out because you deserve it and you're my dad. So t- get look up anything you want to know about Star Destroyers. And, and he did that. One of the questions he looked up that he wanted to know was, why are they shaped like a pizza slice? So shout out to my dad. Oh, my God, pizza. Yeah. But anyway, with a uh, with a triangular design, uh, Star Destroyer is capable of firing in almost a 180-degree angle. Uh, ships with a round or rectangular shape would have more of their firing power blocked by uh, the girth of the girth, girth. Bro can't read (laughs) of the ship itself. Star destroyers in the Star Wars universe are designed to be triangular in shape for several reasons. Yeah, but firstly, the triangular shape is physically is physically. Physically. Uh, I think that's a new word now. It's visually (coughs) and physically imposing. So it's physically imposing and gives the ship uh, visually, physically. 
Physically. <laughs> That's a new word now. Oh my god. Okay, so um, it's uh, it's physically imposing and gives the ship a powerful and aggressive appearance, reflecting the military might of the empire. So um, honest, um, we're gonna drift off from the questions right now, and um, I kind of want to ask you some questions personally. Yeah, sure. Um, what's your favorite Star Destroyer? That's a really good question. There's like a lot of of course, yeah. There's a lot of them, and um, while you're thinking about that, I'll pull up a picture of a Star Destroyer. Um, because that, like, I have a picture of, like, the hull and what it's made out of, so uh, while you're thinking, I'll look up that. Um, the Chimera is, like, a cool one, because it's, like, really significant, too. Like, because, yeah. like, the two really significant ones is the Steadfast, because, uh, that's the one, uh, where we saw Thrawn and Ezra get stuck on together, mm-hmm. and then we also had the Chimera, which was Thrawn's Star Destroyer. Yeah. Uh, the Chimera has to be one of my favorites, but also another one of my favorites is the executor and the accuser. The accuser. Yeah. But um so as You ate the last pizza slice. I plead guilty. <laughs> Your honor, I plead not guilty. I am innocent until proven guilty, not in the empire. Okay. But that's why the empire is good because then we can track down terrorists. That's not the point. The point is I just pulled up a picture on my phone of an imperial star destroyer, doesn't matter which one, does it? Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. So there's a lot of parts to it. So there's the forward hull, which goes up to that first indent of it, right? Mm-hmm. As we can see here. And then um, the aft hull is the everything after, no pun intended, <coughs> the forward hull. The forward, oh my god. So the top deck is right there, on right under the bridge, which has the, the shield generators, mm-hmm. the shield globes. And the main deck is right under the top deck, as you can see. Yeah. Also, what's it called? The one um, during, like, the First Order where it was, like, that. We don't talk about the First Order. But, like, you know how, like, uh, what was her name? Phasma. Faz- no, not Phasma. That's stupid. Ah, uh, wait, 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 wait. So Phasma was a woman, right? Yeah. Bro, it was, like, really funny how, like, so many people thought, like, she was, like, a guy. I can understand that. Like, honestly, though, like, the voice sounded like a guy. I think it was a voice changer. Yeah, I think it was like a voice changer. Yeah. Yeah, there's some. I my friend, my friend, uh, my buddy looked up uh, a voice AI thing on my on uh, his computer. He told he told me about it. Um, there's you name a character from anything that vo- there's gonna be a voice changer on that. Oh, that's like, like really cool. Like so you can sound like Obi Wan. Yeah, like there's a Malgus one. Malgus. Hello there. Shut up. Okay, but that's not the point. But there's also three engines. Engine S one is towards. The which direction would you say this is the left? Um, the, like if you're looking at the back, this would be. This would be the left. That would be the left. So this would be the out. That so would be would the be right. The, oh, okay. So a- engine S one is on the right if you're looking directly at the back of the star destroyer. Engine C is directly in the middle, and then engine S two is obviously on the left. What so. happens if they lost like one of the engines on like the right or left? Then they uh, can't turn. No, it's not even that. It's I think it goes a little bit off course, and they lose more power than they should. Oh yeah. Oh, so if they lose like two of them, they're just gonna start like heading towards the planet. Yeah, it's like when you drive, crash. when you start skidding, you have to drive into the skid. But it's kind of like that. Ah, uh, but instead, it's just gonna just. Yeah. Just like keep on going. Yeah. So. Which is like what happened to the male male the malevolence. Uh, the, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because like that's way. what happened. Yeah, that was in the first season. Clone was it? First, I think that was like the second or third. Malevolence. Yeah. No, that was probably. Second, third episode of season one. Look, I'll look it up right now. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was like, yeah, season one. It was season one, yeah. 
Yeah, um, episode... Look, see? I just looked it up. Um, episode two, season one. Oh! You dunce. Bro, okay, wait, okay, wait. So first episode, it was like, wait, yo, then he was like, oh. Yeah, they were on, uh, I think it was Toy Daria. Yeah, it was, with, yeah. Uh, yeah, I forgot which clones they were, though. Uh, one of them was heavy. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and no yeah one of them was heavy. Okay, and the other two were... Uh, I think one of them was named, like, Jack or something. You mean, the, like, after the Lego guy with the Fours arm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that one of them was named Heavy. <laughs> yeah, definitely Heavy. Yeah, because yeah, he was the one with the rocket launcher. No, that was the machine gun. Oh, that was the machine gun yeah, guy? Like, like <laughs> yeah, something like that. But, um, so question five is, uh, we're up to question five now. And what yeah. are Star Destroyers armed with? So, um, you know what? Do you want to... Yeah, I'll answer do you, it. Do you want to answer the first part? Um... Do you want to answer the first part, like, right <coughs> up to, like, right up to there, and then I'll finish it? Uh, where, uh, uh yeah, sure. All right, let's go. <coughs> Anyways. Question so five, like, what were Star Destroyers armed with? So, at 1,000, not, uh, not, 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 not this. <laughs> not, not, not that. But anyways, so at 1,600 meters or 5,200 feet that's long. That's, that's, uh, that's a massive ship. Not yeah. Gonna lie. I would, uh, if I had the choice to drive a car or drive a Star Destroyer to school, I would choose the Star Destroyer. Star Destroyer. Bro, you literally be there in like 0.1 second because of how big it Dib- is. Dibs on the executor. <laughs> For real. But anyway, so the Imperial Star Destroyers are crewed by 9,235 officers. That's, unbel- that's insane. Yeah. 27,850 enlisted personnel and 275 gunners. Yeah. The Imperial Star Destroyer uh, destroyers are on there. So I'm going to look I'm going to add up all the numbers to see how many people can actually fit in one regular Star Destroyer, not a Super Star Destroyer because we Cuz in the Super Star Destroyer it could fit like double the size of yeah. that. Yeah. Bro, imagine just like having like almost like uh, like over like uh like 200,000 people on one 37, ship. 37,360 people. Bro, no shot on the what's it called on a regular star on destroyer. Just, that's just on a regular star destroyer. On a super star destroyer, it's like forget double. About it. Forget about it. Like depending on how big it is, it could be double to triple that number. Yeah, just forget it. If, yeah, if we're talking about super star destroyers, forget it. That is unbelievably huge. Yeah, and you also have to think like that's more than um than the amount of uh personnel on uh what's it called on the Starforge too because the Starforge really? was like a third of that size. Yeah, Starforge wasn't that big compared. It to wasn't that Star- big, and Wait. it had almost like every single Sith in existence on it at the time when the Jedi went there. Not exactly. Not exactly, well, but... not the Dark Council, right? <clears throat> not the Dark Council, no. But, like, um... Nihilus was on the Ravager, I remember that. Nihilus was on the Ravager, yeah. Mar. Where was Darth Sion? Did he finally die, or did, was he... That still? was, like, the time, like, where, like, the Jedi finally arrived and found out about the Starforge and was already there, like, destroying it. was because of Revan, it. right? Yeah, because of Revan. Uh, yeah, Sion, like, died near during that time. He finally decided to die. Sion was finally, like, He's nah. Like, All right, just strike me down, you Bro know. was, like, nah. I'd win, then just dies. Just strike me down, you piece of lightning, and just bang. <laughs> Let me die, you little piece of <laughs> It just, like, dies. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, so, so um, what else were they armed with? They were armed with 60 uh, turbo blasters, 60 ion ion cannons, and 10... Turbo tra- lasers? Yeah, turbo lasers. Turbo. Turbo lasers. Turbo. They're fast as heck. Get out. Oh. What are you doing? Um, stuff. Focus. Anyways, yeah, so, um, yeah, so anyways, um, 
Uh, Star Des- Super Star Destroyers, on the other hand, are known for their immense size, power, uh, powerful weaponry, weaponry, weapon, <laughs> weaponry. Bro can't read. An excessive uh, complaint of um, starfighters. Extensive. Anyways, yeah. Anyways, in the Star Wars, um, uh, a Super Star Destroyer is considered one of the most powerful warships in the galaxy, capable of exerting significant significant influence on the battlefield, which makes sense, being that because like they could turn the course up and like go a battle, like dude, really dude, quickly, literally like this. Like, bro, it's not even funny, bro. Like you could just like snap your fingers and just three come out of like hyperspace, and like you're screwed. Pretty much. Yeah, because, like, literally, the minute that they come, they're just going to start releasing, like, a whole bunch of, like, starfighters. It's honestly insane. But, um, uh, the ship is armed with, the Super Star Destroyer is armed with about thousands of turbo lasers and ion cannons, sufficient firepower to slug it out with the capital ships, or reduce planetary surfaces to molten slag. Oh, dang. Yeah, an additional point defense laser turrets and missile launchers are used to attack more nimble opponents, kind of like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And um, Imperial-class Star Destroyers typically carried um, standard Imperial wing of six six TIE squadrons for a total of 72 starfighters. And the standard eh, complement (laughs) is 72 TIE fighters, including 12 TIE bombers and 12 to 24 TIE interceptors and a variety of support craft, including shuttles and transports. So you want to ask the next question? We're at the six. <clears throat> yeah, and I'll answer that question, too. And that question is, who gets to have a Star Destroyer? Whoever I of want. course, for real, of course, whoever you want. But anyway, <laughs> so typically um, there are three such positions. Captain of the ship, oh, which is like... Oh, this question, there's also more on how many on how many crew members can be held in a Star Destroyer as well. Yeah. Focus. Anyways, um, so which is like... Captain of the ship, which is, like, command and officer. Second in command, which is, like, executive officer. Yeah. And third watch officer, which, which is, like, second officer. second officer. And Invader, Palpatine, Throne, etc. also had personal Star Destroyers. Mm-hmm. And uh, on top of that, like, Imperial uh, First Class Star Destroyers had over uh, 37,000 crew on board. As I explained earlier. Mm-hmm. 9,235 officers and to about 27,850 enlisted personnel. That's, that's a lot of people, but the complement of 9,700 9, stormtroopers added to a total of 46,785 crew and passengers. And apparently there are three different hangars on the bottom of a Star Destroyer. And there's one big hangar where ships fly out of, kind of like TIE fighters. <coughs> and I think that's also where the tractor beam is. But however, yeah, on the opposite side, there are two smaller hangars. So yeah, I so they have like a really big one, and then it's like two small ones. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, damn. So I think we're up to question seven now, mm-hmm. right? And you want to ask that question? Uh, I do. And who? what is the most my, what is the most famous Star Destroyer and who commanded it? So... Uh, Darth Vader's flagship. Obviously. Obviously. The, the Imperial yeah. Super Star Destroyer Executor, Executor, Executor class, class Dreadnought. Dreadnought. And the Executor went on to become the most feared and famous of its class by virtue and of its status as Darth Vader's command ship, which yeah. uh, which is completely understandable because of but because of the Executor's stance as the leadership of Darth Vader's fleet, Death Squadron Um, that's the name of his fleet, and Death Squadron's fleet insignia also um, had the image of the Executor class Star Dreadnought. Yeah. So we got three more questions left. Mm-hmm. So you wanna? Ask yeah, those I'll ask question more? eight and I'll answer it too. And that question is: Can a Star Destroyer really take out a entire planet? This was both my parents' idea, <coughs> so both shoutouts to them. Mm-hmm. And why are they called Star Destroyers? Because if they, they are actually. 
like if they don't actually have any weapons capable to do so. Yeah, I honestly think that's a dumb question. Because, because like absolutely, they're literally called starters. The starters for exactly because they can absolutely because the answer is just because they can. Yeah, and because there's a little bit more. To yeah, because they can. they're they're named that because they can destroy an entire star system, and their turbo lasers can glass planets, but they couldn't destroy the whole planet, um, up. But d- up Death Star style, because like they couldn't like obliterate the planet like Alderaan, but they could definitely make they, the planet like, into they could collapse. like send a like barrage to the planet, and they wouldn't entirely destroy the planet, but, they would make but the planet it would just glass like glass it over. Oh, like the man Mandalore. Yeah, exactly. They they would make like it would just destroy like the like the top of like that planet. The surf- yeah, the like surface if you of you the planet. You have seen the Mandalorian season three. Um, sp- um, this is a spoiler, but. So if you haven't, um, pause this and go watch it. But um, we don't care if you've seen it or not. So we're just gonna keep going because we can. Um, but that's the same thing that happened with Mandalore, right? Yeah. Yeah, but um, du- um, but during the Rise of Skywalker, these e- the example of the destroyer's destructive nature. Um, Zeston class destroyers were um each equipped with the axial <coughs> super laser cannon, a super which is a super weapon capable of destroying entire planets in the name of enforcing Palpatine's rule, as you know. Yeah. So um. What else is there to talk about? Yeah, so the name likely comes from the ship's role in the Empire's fleet, which is to, and I quote, destroy enemy starships and support Imperial operations across the galaxy. The term Star Destroyer conveys a sense of strength and dominance benefiting the Empire's military might in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, so question nine um, um, was, uh, why is what is so special about the Chimera? So, um... We are going to um, answer this one. So the Chimera um, was a unique, is unique because it had like the stylized de- depiction of a Chimera, which is a Greek mythological monster, um, engraved on the ventral side, which is the bottom side of its hull. But it was also the flagship of the blue-skinned, red-eyed humanoid Chiss, Grand Admiral Mithron Yorodo. But unlike some other imperial <coughs> um, imperials um, that had large. It had large double-barrel turrets, and the Star Destroyer's seventh fleet featured eight-barrel turrets. But additionally, the Chimera had two opposite hangar bays, one located at each end of its um, bottom docking, uh, of its ventral docking bay. Unlike some other Imperial One classes, and his allies had the Chimera creature painted on the underside of the ships. And then Thrawn chose to follow this pattern even when he joined the Empire after being exiled from his own people. So you want to keep going from... Uh, yeah, so the symbol of the Chimera has stuck with Thrawn and his ship over the years, reminding Grand Admiral Thrawn of his own identity. That all happened because the Empire was hoarding and mining that little was left of, the, of this metal to use on the Death Star. Since Thrawn was dispatched unexpectedly into another galaxy in Star Wars it, Rebels, it, it is likely... And then found in Ahsoka. Yeah, it is likely he had a stockpile of the metal on his ship to use while in exile. Thrawn performed well, uh, well in tactical combat. His ship is damaged in a drone attack, but he analyzes the attack pattern and destroys the drones. And he is again promoted, again and given command of the cruiser in the Thrawn book by Timothy Zahn. If you haven't read that, go read that. I really, yeah, I and highly uh, suggest that book. Mm-hmm. But the Chimera was also equipped with advanced technology and was often used by Thrawn to outmaneuver his opponents during tactical engagements. And additionally, the ship served as a, as a symbol 
of Thrawn's stra- strategic brilliance and leadership. I'm not able to talk. Yeah. All right. So Anyways, last question. Yeah, I'll ask the last question and I'll answer it. And that's uh, who designed and built the Star Destroyers? Is it one planet uh, or, or by person or by people? And who gets a contract from the Imperial Command or is it forced labor? What do you think it is? First um, of all, before we answer it, what do you think? I honestly maybe force labor you think? because like yeah, the empire's not that cruel. Mm, maybe they get they obviously get paid. The empire's not cruel. Like not, they'll not pay like them, that. but like yeah, not like that. They're mm. they're, they're not. That the empire cruel, isn't right? cruel. They're uh, just imperial. Fair enough. Imperialism. No, 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 no. There's a difference between imperialism and Palpatine. True. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so however, within uh, the expanded universe... Which is the EU, like, rebel, re- old republic, like, that should be canon, but, like, stuff that isn't canon is legend, so that's the EU. Yeah. Various individuals and teams were involved in their design and, and construction. The Imperial Star Destroyers were designed and produced by... The Kuat Drive Yards. The mm-hmm. same company that made the Slave One. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we discussed that. Uh, yeah. And they were uh, viewed as, and I quote, the signature vessel for the Imperial Navy. Emperor, Emperor Palpatine was Palps. able to build a large fleet of Star Destroyers by euthanizing the resources and infrastructure. The yeah. Of the Galactic Empire, but as the rule of the Empire, he also had access to a vast amount, amount of, of resources. resources, labor, and technology. Yeah, like dunium and quadranium. Yeah. All, yeah. all of that metal that's, like, really hard to find. Yeah. But um, uh, this is going to wrap it up. But uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Two Hosts, One Holocron. We will see you next week. Until then. So before we uh, end the episode formally, formally like we usually do, there are some people I, w- I would like to credit. Those being my parents. Both my parents uh, suggested questions Nick, that Nick and I should answer. I also have to credit my brother and best friend Nick for coming up with the idea to do an episode on Imperial Star Destroyers. So thank you all for helping contribute to this Well, episode. thank you for giving me uh, credit. But no anyways. problem. You deserve it. Anyways, uh, now, let's formally end this episode. I'm down. Uh, Wait. What? Wait, what? What? I think we have a message from Imperial Star Destroyer Avenger. My lord, we have them.